Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Jesus. I am your host, Todd Jubilee. We're very blessed in this episode to be joined by Ms. Yoda Rivera. Um, you see her name on a lot of her episodes. She writes those awesome descriptions that accompany uh, our episodes. And uh, she's also been on a few times as a guest to, to share some really great, great stuff. She has an absolutely amazing testimony to share. Um, so I encourage you all to just listen all the way through. You will definitely be blessed. Yilda, thank you for, for coming on again. I know you have just a wonderful testimony to share, and I appreciate you you coming on and, and sharing that testimony. So I will go ahead and, and give you the floor. Um, hello, I'm Yilda Rivera. I'm super glad to be here with you in this episode of Coffee with Jesus. Uh, when you asked me to be in this episode, I asked the Lord, well, Lord, what do you want me to say? And as I prayed about this, a gift that I experienced this year came close to my heart. So I'm going to share with you a very special gift I witnessed when uh, going through many health struggles this, this year, uh, which is about experiencing the Holy Spirit's uplifting power by having community with other believers. But first, let me share with all of you listening these words from Jesus in Matthew 18, 20. It reads, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. Note that this verse says two or three. Picture this, two or three, just a few, gathered in Jesus' name. So with this picture in mind, we're going to be talking about life in groups. Some call these small groups, life groups, or reunion groups. Whatever you call it, picture I want you to keep in mind is it starts with just a few. Well, how can you witness God's power through life groups? Let's talk about three main blessings or benefits of life in groups. Through life groups, we grow our faith. That's the first one. We grow by studying the word together. For example, in my reunion group, we share resources to study the Bible. We also share worship songs, podcasts, and devotionals to build us up. We grow by learning from each other's journeys and testimonies. We grow by serving together in community. And we learn how to be servant leaders in our corresponding social circles circles or environments. The second blessing of life groups is that they provide a platform to share our burdens and joys. For example, they provide a safe place to vent and confine among, and confine, uh, uh, among one another. We share personal struggles, uh, whether they are family or work-related, grief, we also celebrate what brings us joy. And that's the beauty of it. You are not alone. We have each other. For example, about this particular uh, blessing, about sharing our burdens and joys. Um, recently, I have been battling with some health issues. It all started with episodes of vertigo, head pressure, a certain numbness in my extremities back on February 2023. 
I shared this concern with my reunion group in one of our conversations, and they immediately started praying with me and for me uh, about this. Two weeks later, on March 2nd this year, I was rushed to the hospital with stroke-like symptoms. Everything was spinning around me. I lost my ability to speak. My right side was not responding. I had seizure-like movements and my vision went blurry. On the way to the hospital, my throat started to close. I couldn't swallow. I found myself gasping for air. And you know when you find yourself gasping for air, fear immediately creeps in. So when that happened, I thought that that day was going to be my last day. I pleaded the Lord, Lord, if I'm going home with you today, I don't want to be afraid. Then a peace beyond under, all understanding filled fill me completely. And I even had a vision of me standing at a door with vibrant colors. But hey, that's for another story. At the end of that vision, I remember taking a big gasp for air. And when I opened my eyes, I was approaching the entrance of the emergency room in the hospital. When all this happened, my husband was in his office and got word of what was going on with me and rushed to the hospital. By the time I got there, he was already there with a wheelchair and a nurse to take me in. So when I was being taken inside the ER, even though I was disfigured, couldn't barely, could barely move or talk, I managed to say this to my husband, activate army of God. He knew what that meant. My husband and I are part of a local ministry called Alamo City Tres Dias, or Three Days, which in turn is part of the Tres Dias International Organization. So as part of this ministry, we gather with our local community to serve, pray, and are also involved in smaller reading groups. In a way, the whole community is intertwined within several smaller, smaller groups. And also as a community, we gather in larger groups, activities to either serve, worship, and, and have fellowship with one another. So when my when in my paralysis, I was able to tell my husband, activate army of God, he knew exactly what I was asking for. He immediately contacted my reunion group, his reunion group, and some others in the Alamo City Tres Dias community to pray. Knowing that my group and many other prayer warriors were interceding for me, filled me with peace and strength. Some in the community, uh, some in the Tres Dias community are also part of my church. Uh, so the prayer chain extended even to my church without even me knowing. After four days in the hospital, I was released pending more results. Later, I got the notification that I had suffered from a TIA or transient ischemic attack, also known as a mini stroke. That mini stroke or TIA left me battling with uh, leftover neurological issues. It was difficult to concentrate and sometimes even talk. My face muscles got stiff for moments. And if I wasn't careful when having simple converse conversation with others, meaning 
smiling or just responding with normal expressions, you know, when we talk to, to one another, that would cause an overstimulation of my face muscles and nerves, which would trigger involuntary movement and slur speech. I had a constant head and eye pressure that would radiate to my neck and arm, eventually turning one side of my body now. For instance, I had to stop driving for a while. My eyes were affected. I developed an acute photosensitivity or light sensitivity. And in turn, my work got impacted. I had to be placed in temporary disability status with an uncertain time frame of when I was going to be able to go back to normal. In summary, these symptoms were physically and emotionally debilitating. Two months later, after the first hospital stay, I was diagnosed with a complicated migraine. Complicated because of all the neurological issues involved and the difficulty treating it and keeping it at check. Some of you know that I love worshiping and playing musical instruments. So this condition impacted my ability to play my bass guitar in the worship at team at, at church. And when I stopped seeing my name in the sonic worship schedule to play my bass, it felt as if life was passing by without me. I was sad and frustrated. And the constant neurological issues and episodes drained my energy. I was broken. In my brokenness, the sisters from my reading group and my friends from the Tres Dias community were present. As I shared my burdens and pain with my group and my husband with his, we were continually showered with prayer. One day, I started having a bad episode of this complex migraine. I was home and already feeling as if someone was grabbing me by the neck. I tried to relax by playing the bass along with some worship songs when my left arm went numb and I realized I couldn't use it. I couldn't even sing. My coordination was clouded. I started feeling so weak that I barely made it upstairs to take my meds. The physical pain was overwhelming. The emotional distress was choking me and I started crying. I was exhausted from that constant pain and debilitating neurological issues day after day. I knelt by my bedside and cried out to the Lord to hold me, to heal me, to surround me with his arms. And right at that moment, I got a text notification on my cell phone. I tried to collect myself. I grabbed my phone, wiped my tears, and I tried to read the text. It was a message from a friend of my trustees community, and it read, thinking and praying for you, my friend. You have a David inside of you. I know you're fighting a Goliath with your health at the moment. However, we know that David gets the victory. We claim the same for you. Immediately, my wailing turned into awe and thanksgiving. What a joy to know that my community prayer warriors, my group friends were standing or kneeling with me when it was tough for me to do it by myself. It was as if through their words, prayers and company, as I was able to see the armies of God 
camping by my side. Beloved, those of you listening, as we share our strengths, our struggles, tears, our cares, the burden becomes light. Oh, and the joy we experience by sharing answered prayers. It's glorious because it's another way to experience God's splendor through that small community that is your reunion group. And the third um, and last uh, blessing of group uh, life groups that I want to share with you is encouragement. And the great thing is that it flows both ways. Sometimes we may go through spiritual numbness. We may feel we don't have anything of value to contribute. A while back, I was feeling that way. I was reluctant to wake up early on a Saturday morning to meet with my group. Thanks God, I decided to get up and meet. Here's why. That day, we were studying about a woman in the New Testament called Dorcas. Who? That's what I said. As we study Dorcas and all the events surrounding her life and how she impacted her community, somehow the group uh, started reflecting about legacy and impact. I was very silent that day. I just listened to everyone as my mind took me back to remember moments from my battle with breast cancer that I had uh, several years ago. At some point, one of the ladies asked me, so what about you, Gilda? First, I thought, what's there to add? Remember that I told you that that morning I was feeling numb, like I had nothing to contribute at all? Well, I told them about how the topic transported me back to my journey battling cancer. I spoke about how during that time, I wanted to leave a legacy to my kids, that of a personal relationship with God. But by that time, they were about seven and 10 years old. I shared uh, why at some point I stopped telling my kids, oh, everything is going to be okay. Not because I didn't have faith, but because I didn't want their faith to depend on whether I was in the picture or not. So instead, I told them that no matter what happened to mom, to know that God is with them, even if they can't understand what is going on, they just needed to call on to God and trust him. I had to release my fear of loss and trust God that in the same way he cared for me, he was going to care for my kids. One of the ladies in the group said how much she needed to hear what I shared that morning. She said how my story encouraged her to find to fight fear, worry in a situation she was going through. And guess what? At the same time, I felt so encouraged by encouraging someone. You see, there may be times when we feel numb and that we don't need others. But what if someone needs you? Friends, a reunion group, a life group, is another way to experience the fullness of God through one another. In conclusion, 
we are not meant to do Christian living on our own. I encourage you to hunger and thirst for more. There's always more of God to experience. And one way to see this is when we gather. Remember, it starts with a few. There is this verse in Acts uh, chapter 2, 42 to 47, that summarizes the many signs and wonders from the Holy Spirit that happened in the early church when they gathered. It reads, And they, meaning the believers in Christ Jesus, devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being made. And all who believed were together. In this verse, we can see the Holy Spirit's the Holy Spirit moving through the gathering of a few. We see believers getting together, doing study, having fellowship, and taking action. Because they gathered, they were able to experience the Holy Spirit's power through signs and wonders. So a reading group, a life group, is that opportunity to take a glimpse of God's splendor through companionship with other believers. There is this song, it's called uh, More Than Able by Elevation Worship. Um, this song has a verse that says, and can you imagine with all of the faith in the room, what the Lord can do? It's gonna happen. He's gonna move. Yes, he's gonna move. Picture this, with all the faith in the room, this togetherness, just a few gathered in Jesus' name. Remember, we are not meant to do Christian living on our own. So go, find your few, your group, and with all the faith in the room, our Lord is going to move. Oh yeah, he's going to move. May the peace of the Lord be with you and be blessed. Wow. I mean, that's wow. And you know, you were just saying how that lady told you how she was encouraged by what you shared and how you were encouraged by that. And, you know, we, we do this podcast, we do Coffee with Jesus so that we can encourage others. And it you have actually encouraged me um, tremendously. Just, I, Yilda, I, I see your strength and your faith, and it it strengthens me. You know, I've been struggling for a long time with getting involved in a church group and in a, in a life group, and this message it spoke to me. It it really, it really just it spoke to me, and I mm. hope I hope that those of you listening are as blessed and encouraged and strengthened as I have because I I can't even put it into words. Um, you know, Paul tells us it's in um Second Corinthians chapter one, verses three and four. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. And and, 
and Yilda, that's, I mean, that's exactly, I think what you've done, you know, the, the strength and the comfort that you have received. I can, I can feel it and I can see you, I can literally see you passing that on to others. So thank you so much for, for taking the time and just for, for coming on and, and for sharing that testimony. Um, I, I really do appreciate it. Like I said, it's, it's helped me a lot and I, I have no doubt it will help, help our listeners as well. Amen. And thank you again, uh, Todd, for, you know, encouraging me to, to chair and, uh, and, you know, trying to expand, um, my boundaries. First I saw, you know, about all these things happening and, you know, usually, you know, the, the pressure I start having here and all the, uh, how do you say, uh, the, the, the roadblocks, mm-hmm. but Hey, this is God calling, you know, extending an invitation. And when he calls, we just need to show up and he does the rest. Yeah. So, uh, thank you <laughs> for, for allowing me to just, you know, be here and, and, and witnessing God's work. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's always a pleasure and a blessing. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and may God bless each and every one of you.